0: And hands on experiences, you'll gain insights that can help you in whatever it is that you do in life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's episode. Hi, my name is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to the Changing Lives Selling Knives podcast. There's a new generation of entrepreneurs and business leaders who are positively impacting the world through lessons they first learned from a unique sales job with Cutco Cutlery and Vector Marketing. There are CEOs, top executives in some of America's biggest companies, founders of some of the biggest market disruptors, sales leaders, business coaches, authors, speakers. There are literally legions of great leaders who started their careers selling Cutco. Cutco has been around for 70 years now, and it sells high-end American-made kitchen products on a direct sales basis. The company used to sell door-to-door back in the old days. But this method evolved to an appointment by referral basis. The company also sells a lot through booths at fairs and shows and has established a business gifting program whereby customers like realtors, lenders, builders purchase recurring gifts for their clients. In the 1980s, a leader named Don Frieda pioneered a program to focus on recruiting college students for selling Cutco. His marketing arm company was called Vector Marketing Corporation, and it has become the sole distributor of Cutco. Today, Vector recruits tens of thousands of people every year for the opportunity to sell Cutco, the vast majority of these being college students. As with any sales opportunity, some people do nothing and give up immediately. Others try it for a while and decide it's not for them. Many work for a summer or a year and then continue on to something else. Some of those advance into management with the company while in school and then move on after graduation, and some stick with the company as a career as I did. For those who stick with the company for at least a summer, the experience can be truly transformational. They gain skills like communication and influence, goal setting and planning, time management and self-discipline, overcoming adversity and mental toughness, and emotional intelligence. All skills that are required regardless of what career path someone might take. Changing lives selling knives will feature people who are having a powerful impact on the world using some of the skills and attitudes they began developing while selling Cutco. On this show, you'll meet people like Hal Elrod, one of the leading self-help authors and speakers in America today. You'll meet Andrew Bosworth, one of the top executives at Facebook a guy who has changed lives by literally inventing newsfeed. You'll meet Jennifer Glucko, one of the foremost sales trainers in the United States. And Adam Stock, a financial advisor who is impacting large numbers of entrepreneurs and young leaders through financial education and coaching. You'll meet Chantel Waterbury, who was named one of the top CEOs in New York City after founding and building a jewelry sales business with an excess of a $100 million valuation. You'll also meet John Bergoff, probably my best known protege in Cutco, who is now pioneering a new and better way of teaching leadership and influence throughout the world. You'll also meet John Ruland, the number one all-time Cutco sales rep, who is now the founder and CEO of the largest business gifting company in North America. You'll meet some current Cutco leaders Who are heading up large organizations all across North America and gain an insight into the remarkable culture of the Vector Marketing and Cutco organization? I think it's fitting to share a little bit about my own story here. As I started when I was 17 years old, I had just graduated high school, was getting ready to start college, and it was really by dumb luck that I came upon a Vector Marketing interview. In the interview, as I learned about what the job was, My first thoughts were, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I was rather shy and my people skills and communication skills were not very developed at that time. But those thoughts quickly transitioned into, I think I need to do this. I realized that this was exactly what I needed at that point in my life to be able to come out of my comfort zone and gain skills and experience that would make a real difference in my future. So I started. And I did well, largely because the product itself is truly outstanding. I became an assistant manager in my second summer and then a branch manager in my third summer. And the branch manager opportunity is a chance to build and recruit and train your own team for a summer in an area where there's no Vector or Cutco office. And we sort of call it the summer startup opportunity. To build a business for a few months. I did that twice during college, and the second time I was the number one branch manager in the company. Then I had one more year of college. I graduated from Santa Clara University with a degree in management, and I became a district manager at that time. My territory was San Jose, California. I built up the San Jose office to become the top producing office in the history of the company at that time. We were number one in the nation out of about 300 offices five times in an 11-year stretch. Ultimately, I had the opportunity to run the entire Bay Area division. And the company has given me the opportunity to speak all across the country and to coach and develop top sales reps, top managers, and executives. I've taught skills like selling, leadership, financial well-being, and personal development to some of the company's top talent. And now I'm the region manager for the Western region. I also have a passion for speaking, writing, and sharing good information with others. So I wanted to create this podcast to share the lessons of the Cutco experience with new reps, managers, and others outside of Vector who can benefit from these valuable ideas. I want to share three of my favorite lessons here in this episode. And the first is the power of a positive focus. I once heard the quote that, Where focus goes, energy flows. And I read many years ago in a book from Ogmandino, you move in the direction you face. Such a simple concept, but it really resonated with me. You see, regardless of what happens to us in our business or our personal lives, we have a chance to interpret what this happening will mean for us and what we will do about it. And what unsuccessful people do is they focus on the problem and they allow themselves to get blocked. Successful people instead have a focus on what are the answers and solutions I can implement to continue to move in the direction I want and to ultimately achieve the success that I want. A second important lesson I've learned is a better perspective on challenges. A lot of people think their challenges are the worst, the most difficult, the most challenging, and in some cases that they're insurmountable for us. But the reality is that for most people who are listening to this podcast, the challenges we face are not that tough. I can remember being at a meeting about two years after I started with Vector and hearing an older gentleman speak and he was talking about challenges. And he said, whenever he encounters a challenge, there's a question he asks himself. And the question is, am I going to die right now? And if the answer to that question is no, then whatever challenge is in front of you, you can handle it. You can find the answers, you can implement the solutions, you can get past that challenge. And as we learn to tackle bigger and bigger challenges, we might someday be more capable of handling the really tough situations that will confront us down the road. You know, on this podcast, you're going to meet Hal Elrod. And Hal is the best-selling author of the Miracle Morning book series. He sold well in excess of a million books and has an international following these days. In October of 2016, Hal was diagnosed with an extremely rare and very, very fast-spreading form of cancer. In fact, there were no metrics for specifically what the survival rate was because this cancer was so rare. The doctors just told Hal that he would have a less than 30% chance of surviving this cancer. Well, less than 30% for a guy like Hal is actually a pretty good chance because Hal has what I would call an indomitable spirit. And one year later, Hal was declared free of that cancer. He had beaten this immense challenge in his life. As I grew up in the vector business, there were many small challenges that I experienced. And conquering those small challenges prepares you for the bigger ones. Having the right perspective on them will enable you to conquer those small challenges in the moment. My third favorite lesson from my Vector Cutco experience is the idea that we get what we earn. I can remember hearing the great Jim Rohn say, life responds to deserve. It doesn't respond to want or need. You don't get what you want. You don't get what you need. You get what you earn. In Vector, you're paid based on the value that you bring to the company. And I think that some people grapple with that and have challenges with that. I was always excited about that because I knew that I could work hard, I could learn and get good at what I was doing. And by doing those things, I could get paid very well. And in reality, this is a lot how life works. We all have to learn to become valuable through our skills, through our effort, and to the value we bring to others. And one of the things I think is great about the Vector and cut co Opportunity is that it exposes people. It exposes people for who they have become up to that point in their lives. And it helps people to see the opportunities they have, the gaps in their development, the things they need to learn in order to truly prepare themselves for the success they want down the road in order to really be able to earn all the things that they want. Nowadays, I always find it funny when people ask me, so how's the knife business? Because, you know, I really don't think of myself as being in the knife business. Of course, the end goal of our business is to sell a lot of cut cone knives. But we've really been able to spin that goal around to focus on the development of our people. And by raising people who are self-confident, highly skilled at communication, self-disciplined and mentally tough, we are helping them to succeed at anything they might do. And by providing a fertile environment for growth and a great income opportunity that's based on their own efforts and results, we're able to attract some of these people to stay with the company for the long term. And in fact, about 40 of the company's top 50 executives have been with the company for over 15 years, with the average being well north of 20 years. I wanna tell you a little bit about what's coming because it's a whole lot more than just top-notch sales and communication skills. Though, of course, you will gain that from this podcast. But you'll also learn how to create an amazing culture in your organization, your teams, or even your family. You'll learn the most important traits for the leaders of the future. You'll learn the mental aspects of success and how to overcome adversity. And you'll also gain tips for time productivity, financial well-being, and so much more. I wanna thank the Stitt family. You know, Cutco is family owned by the Stitt family in Olean, New York. And it wasn't always that way. Previous to the 1980s, Cutco was owned by Alcoa, the largest aluminum company in the world. And at some point, Alcoa decided to sell off some of its parts. And some genius in Alcoa decided there was no future for their Cutco sales subsidiary. And they decided to sell the Cutco subsidiary. And perhaps the company would have been sold and the factory closed and the assets liquidated, except for. The fact that several families in Olean, New York, decided that they wanted to buy the company and build it in their own image. And the Stitt family and the Lane family and several others risked everything in their lives to perform a highly leveraged buyout. And they purchased the company. And it took several years to get out of the risk area for themselves financially to be able to return the company into a success, but they made it. And the company began growing in the late 1980s at a rapid clip. And I just really appreciate that the Stitt family, who are now the sole owners, have provided this opportunity for so many people to change lives through this great experience. I wanna end with a challenge to everyone who is listening to this. And the challenge is to never underestimate the difference that you can make in this world. Those of you who are in Vector have probably heard the story of the little girl on the beach. The tide had gone out and there were starfish stranded all over this beach. It was a hot day, the sun was beating down and a lot of these starfish were likely to die in the heat. And the little girl was picking up starfish and throwing them back in the water, one after another, after another, picking up starfish and throwing them back in the water. Well, a man came along and he said, what are you doing? There's so many starfish on this beach. There must be hundreds, maybe thousands. You can't make a difference. And the little girl smiled at the man, bent over, picked up another starfish, threw it back in the water, looked back at the man and said, I made a difference for that one. You know, you may be only one person, but you can make a difference in this world. One day at a time, one interaction at a time, you can change lives. The leaders I've come across in Cutco have truly changed my life. And those of us who have built the organization to the success it enjoys today have changed countless of others' lives. Together, there's no limit to the impact we can have. If you work with me in Vector Marketing and Cutco, let's sell a lot of knives. But whether you're in or out of Cutco, let's all develop the skills and the ability to change lives. Thanks for checking out the show, everyone. Pick an episode and dig in. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. And if you want access to today's show notes, including links to any resources mentioned, visit changinglivespodcast.com. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. I'll catch you back here in a few days for our next story about Changing Lives.